Welcome to the Life Next Level podcast, a short and informative podcast in which we'll discuss topics to help you with personal growth, mindset, motivation, productivity, inspiration, and even a good dose of health and nutrition. Sometimes a few of my awesome friends will join me to discuss a topic. Others, it may just be a couple of us, and yet others, it may just be me and you going through some of my articles and blog posts because, let's face it, friends are only friends until they have a happy hour that's more important than podcast night. No matter the format, each episode is designed for you to take just 10 to 15 minutes out of your day to live your life next level. I know, cheesy, right? What's up, everybody? This is the Life Next Level podcast. Uh, got your boy here, Ethan Gutsman Sable, and the great Jay Gross. Ooh, feel like you're buttering me up. It's nice. Yeah, oh, it's true. It's true. So, what's going on, man? How are you doing? It was just Easter weekend. What? Do you, how? How was? How was it? Yeah, man. Easter was great. Um, so I didn't tell you, but I had a a wedding. I was in a wedding. If I don't, we we never got to the bottom of if you remember who Steve and Rebecca are. I know that you've met them a couple of times. You remember them though, yeah? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. So they just got married over the weekend over yes. in down here in Scottsdale, Arizona. So it's perfect. Cool. Um, weather was beautiful. We had, we took a couple of days afterwards and just, you know, sipped on some cocktails, grilled out some food, sat by a pool. And, uh, I just haven't had relaxing days like that in so long, man. It was so yeah. nice. Yeah. That sounds but cool. the flip side of that is that I felt so behind on everything when I actually sat down in front of my computer. Cause I just kind of detached, which yeah. I rarely do. Even from my phone, I didn't answer emails. I didn't do anything. Kind of I very overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, right. It's kind yeah. of hard to jump back in once you've had that break too. You'll be like, oh, well, once I hit it, I'm hitting it. So you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, how about you, man? Did you do anything fun? Uh, it was cool. It was chill. We just uh, went to some parents' place and hung out outside a little bit, and um, it was fun. The the day before Easter, we hung out with some friends, and uh, yeah, it was feeling really, you know, here in Minneapolis, it isn't always as fresh out there, and so it's 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 up and coming now. But uh, yeah, it felt really nice outside, and there was a ton of people outside, and that was uh, yeah, it's cool to string up the hammocks or I don't even know if we did actually well whatever picnic table hammock one way or another is next to be out so. <laughs> yeah so I heard I heard the weather was pretty nice in Minnesota huh this weekend yeah yeah, yeah it was really nice yeah. it's been raining a bunch now a bunch of thunder and thunder and lightning well not a bunch but there has been some and it, but that's fun too honestly missed the I actually I miss storms and because it never storms in Hawaii Oh. Never storms in Thailand, at least where I was in Thailand. Really? And never storms in Arizona. And I miss them. I miss a rainy day even, which seems yeah. crazy. But No, totally. I get it. Even the smell. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. It does help. It does help make it feel, you know, I don't know. This is obvious, but like not dry. But, you know, I, there's just a specific like uh, summertime storm smell, especially post storm when the sky is out. Ooh. Oof. Yep, I, I, I totally agree. I mean, you can smell at least in the country. I don't know about minute, like downtown Minneapolis, but you can like smell rain coming. Yeah, it's totally. Such a beautiful thing. Yeah, I feel like it's different in the city because you can smell the pavement, and then people yeah. who are all about the city are like, "Oh, smell that fresh, wet pavement. Smells so the, good. the pavement, all the pollution, like ah, exhaust." Yes, yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> I, and I shouldn't talk. I shouldn't talk crap because I love living in the city, but. Yeah, you just don't get. You, that's kind of a benefit of living 
outside in the country somewhere you get just yeah. all that the fresh cut grass smell all that good yeah, stuff yeah and just the banks of trees and stuff definitely yeah there's a reason we always hunt for the parks and stuff you know yeah but yeah man we're good glad yeah. it was good yeah no it was good but uh yeah what are we talking about to what are we talking about today jay we doing a little distraction action (laughs) (laughs) um yes yes we're gonna talk about distractions a little bit man because they're uh ever present in our current environments (laughs) and now especially even before the whole working from home thing man yeah now it's it's even worse (laughs) yeah for real for real so yeah we're gonna talk about some some ways to avoid distractions some ways to help you out with distractions, um, some, way, some ways to tackle the day so that distractions aren't prevalent. And at the end of the day, you look at your to-do list and you have like two things crossed off and then you like hate your life, get down on yourself. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I mean, we've all been there. That's, that's an exaggeration. But if, if I don't get enough on my to-do list by the end of the day, I'm, I'm very mad at myself. Yeah. So, and it's really hard to do it with distractions. Absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes it's not even an an exaggeration. I feel like it really is like, you know, especially if they, if you feel as if you've been succumbing to distractions, you know, a little more or whatever in any period of time, I feel like it totally precipitates kind of like this, like, oh God, you know, like the weight keeps getting bigger and bigger because you're like, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. But every time, you know, the the thing that you don't do then also lumps onto the distraction train. And it's just, it totally, it can, it can get deep in there with the it's mental balls, man. Big yeah. time. It just, yeah. yeah. creates like an avalanche. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, I, well, it's funny too, because I feel like, I mean, I, you know, full disclosure, I, I struggle with distraction all the time, you know, or like, and I know that's what we're talking about, but even, even finding ways to feel, you know, uh, effective in dealing with them. But, uh, that's why it's fun to talk about. I feel like it's cause, cause I feel like that's so common. Like everybody, everybody, uh, even if we don't notice it, like not to jump around and get distracted, but that's like one of the big things with meditation is, to, is, is just, I love how, uh, it helps to point out like, Oh, I am like, getting distracted even way more than I realized or noticed, you know, like I, I, I thought it was this much, but it's this much, you know, and that's like helpful already. Well, I'll cross that one off my list, Ethan. Thanks. Oh, <laughs> just a little treat, you know, it wasn't the whole thing. It was an appetizer. There's still the whole meal for you. <laughs> uh, well, what I think though, what, why I think this is a really cool topic is because a lot of our topics are very, almost largely themed a little bit more, you know, like visualization and, Whereas distractions, I mean, it's, we could just rattle off 20 different ways that we help to overcome distractions. So I think this one will be a little bit more fast paced because I think we'll jump from subject to subject a little more, which is cool. So hopefully we'll give the listeners a bunch of things that they can try out and and won't take, you know, don't, they don't have to change their entire morning routine or all this stuff just to try it out. You know, they can just give things a shot. So absolutely. Yeah. Why don't you lead us off? Lead the charge, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, so first of all, I think um, one of the ways that I deal with distraction, I feel like, is just getting lucky uh, in terms of, like, if I'm lucky enough to catch the flow of just, like, jumping into something before I get a chance to get distracted, you know? I think that 
I think anybody who gets this, I, well, yeah, I think all people get distracted a lot. I think people who are familiar with being distracted a lot, after a while, you start to notice, you know, like, especially if you're paying attention, the trends, what starts to pull you off track, you know, uh, uh, which is another thing that let me get distracted. But I think it's fun to talk about uh, the notion of the antithesis, you know, being getting traction for stuff, because uh, I think that's really helpful. But but to stay on point, I think my thing is um, is that when my expectations start to run a little rampant, it's basically what I'm saying is when I can notice what my expectations are before I even start doing something, I can make it easier to not get distracted. Because if they start to, if I, if I, and so even if I'm talking about small to-do list stuff, like take care of this tax thing, then do whatever, you know, I'll start to be like, oh, okay, well, I got to, this also pertains to that tax thing and this and this, and it's like, I am... Um, uh, focusing on so much of the task that I never start going. And so I get lucky by just being like, here's what I want to do. This is this one thing. I just wanted to send this email uh, before I get pulled off. I'm just going to do it because, you know, because, yeah, because otherwise it's it's going to sit there forever. And so, yeah, a lot of times it feels like getting lucky enough to just jump in. But I think it comes from paying attention to, you know, like really adapting my expectations consistently, like not in a negative way, not like I'm cutting myself short, but just like always working with myself to be like, okay, here's all I am asking of myself right now. I can do that. And then move from there. You know, it's, it's breaking off smaller chunks. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you have, um, you know, just big, large things to do, but you don't have them broken off into smaller chunks. It's so much harder to get something that takes four hours done in a day than it is to get a bunch of stuff that takes less time. And I think by by breaking it up into smaller chunks and even putting that on your to-do list, just putting that ch- check mark there for smaller things gets you more motivated to keep going and avoid avoid getting distracted because you're on a roll. Then you're marking things off and it feels good. Right. Whereas it, it's almost more distracting when you're not when you're already distracted or you don't feel like you're getting enough done. It's like more distracting, and then you start to drift off and check your email or do other things instead of the task at hand. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because the thing feels like, oh, it's too, you know, I don't have a chance anyways. I got all this stuff. Yeah. I can do. It's going to take me four hours, and I'm only, I, I've only got 20 minutes <laughs> of attention span here. I can tell, you know, and so, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, do you use to-do lists at all? Yeah, one of, I, uh, I uh, but I, my thing is that I uh, make a ton of them, and I put them all over. So I just like hide hide them from myself, you know. I'm like, oh, you know, there's like a to do list in my alarm clock, you know. That really, <laughs> like, it's like, I'm, yeah. So I know that's my that's one of the things is is uh, I always uh, and then I get distracted because I think that I'm always like, oh, there's got to be a better way to do this, and then I'm like, I don't know what it is. Okay, I won't. But uh, but yeah. So but I do like lists because when I do, you know, find one. That <laughs> that I'm ready to attack. It feels so good to just check off and move. It's, oops, it's funny that you said that, man. I just I just dropped some stuff, but it's funny that you said that because I do the same thing. Like I have a to do list. Uh, well, I I put it in a notes in, note in my phone, and then I have like I always write stuff down. Just something about writing stuff down. Like the night before, I'll write down everything I want to do the next day. Like writing is cathartic. Plus, it makes me remember it. I'm trying to put it all in an online to-do list that I found that works really well. But a lot of times, yeah, I have to look at my phone, look at the online to-do list, and then look at my notepad, and it's all over. Uh, And then I have – I'm really stupidly obsessed with sticky notes. So I have sticky notes all around my computer. When I think of something, I write it down. Totally. Yeah. 
I'm not the best at that, but I'm, I'm starting to get into a, a bit of a cadence with, with this online app. The one that I have is called Focuster. It's pretty good. I mean, I paid for it, but I've tried a bunch and they don't work a ton. Focuster is really cool because um, it has this option that you can just, you could have a hundred things to do in that day, but it'll just, and then you can put it in like the time frame that you want to do it. Right. And then it will just show you the first three, like focus on these three things today. And I think that's a really cool aspect because then once you get one down, another one fills it. And so it, rather than looking at your whole overwhelming to-do list, which, yeah, it's just overwhelming and distracting in and of itself. And you're like, I'm never going to get everything done. Just like you just look at the top three. That's cool. And I think that's a really good, that's a really cool thing to get into. Even if you just write your to-do list, if you can somehow have a post-it note or a separate one that just has the top three things that you want to get done. Um, and by top three, I mean like the most important three, because once you do those, the rest of your day is a breeze. And if you don't know what your top three are, they're almost always the ones that you put off to the end of the day. (laughs) (laughs) Like the most important things, the biggest things you want to tackle. Like if you can get into a habit of tackling those first thing in the morning, your days are going to go so smooth. Yeah. So I think those are good ways to avoid distraction because you get on a roll. Totally. Totally. Yeah, it's kind of like beating up the biggest person in the prison the first day. <laughs> you know, if you then the rest is like smooth sailing. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know, it is a little bit. That's a good analogy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I also, you know, I think it's cool too. Uh, before we talk about another one, just like being open to doing uh, what you talked about. Number one, and like using resources that are out there to help you know if it's challenging and then number two i think what's cool and what makes it more genuine is uh if a person you i know you like to you know like dabble in a lot of try out different resources that people have made and i think that allowing oneself the freedom to be like oh i'm gonna try this and then be like yeah i don't like it and then like be okay with trying other stuff because i feel like you will settle on something that you're like ah nice this one is cool and uh yeah just so just letting that you know process be organic and not having to rush like but but being open to trying different ways of helping yourself to focus is cool well you're right because it is stressful to continually work with this to-do list that's ever growing and you're trying to mark mark stuff off it's it's it can be very stressful so and by 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 trying new things and new methods to tackle it i think there's something out there for everyone and everyone is totally different when it comes to it that's why there's there's probably a thousand to-do list things online i've tried at least 999 of them. <laughs> um, but, but I've tried a lot of them and I've tried them for even, you know, up to a month, two months sometimes. And it's just like, I know when it's just falling behind and I, go, I don't go, it's not set up for the next day and I don't set it up right. And then I just go off my notebook again. I'm like, okay, this one isn't working. But there are so many resources out there to help. And we'll go through some other resources that aren't just to-do lists today. There's, there's a lot out to help with distractions. So, yeah, yeah. Well, so what about you? What's one? Uh, what's well, one major? Yeah, I'll nail one, man, and I'm and I'm going to show you this right now. Your cell phones. Oh, word, yeah, yeah. Cell phones are like the biggest distraction, and we could go there. There's like six degrees of cell phones. You have text messages, phone calls, social media alerts, and these are not only distractions to get your work done, but the worst thing I ever see, and we're all guilty of it. Me too. But walk into a restaurant sometime. And look around at everybody that's in a conversation 
And like 90% of them will have their phones out and either not be in a conversation or they will be texting while nodding, like as if they're paying attention to the conversation. And that I feel like is what our conversations have turned into lately. Yeah. So it's not only distracted at work, but we're distracted when we're talking to friends and family or at company meetings because of uh, cell phones. And it's hard because there's a lot of great with cell phones. The, the ability to take phone calls anywhere and keep in touch anywhere is awesome. I mean, I, I can talk, I can call my friends in Thailand right now, you know, and like, just like that, they're there to talk to. So it's great, but it's also ultimately distracting. So what I do and I'll go into this other other uh, method in a little bit. It's called the Pomodoro method. But what I do with my cell phone is when I want to really get into it, I, I mean, I turn my phone. At the very least, I turn it on silent and put it face down so I'm not distracted by it lighting up or whatever when I get a call. Because what I found out in doing that is because I used to be the – someone called, I would answer. didn't matter what I was doing if I was in the middle of something. And same with text messages. And you know the whole distraction thing. Like once to get back on track after a distraction, it takes takes like 20 minutes. Yeah. So you're in the middle of something that's like every time you get distracted, it's like 20 more minutes to try to get back into the groove you were in. So it's not worth it. And very rarely are the messages and stuff so important that you have to view them right away. View them on your time, you know. Yeah. You know, either either put some time in your calendar. It says, okay, I'm going to go through e- emails is another one that I'm going to go through emails because emails can just distract you all day. I've been there. Yeah. And we keep getting emails and it's like, all right, I'm going to shut my email down, even the alerts. And then I will work for 30 minutes and then I'll check my email after that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think cell phones is a huge one. It's just a, it's, it's become the new norm. It's, it's like the new social norm now to, to drop everything, even a conversation with a friend to answer a Facebook alert. Got to know if somebody liked your post, you know? Yeah. 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 <clears throat> it's crazy too. Cause just cause of the, the, like, you know, it feels like access to not the highest quality of, but like omniscience, you know, you know, everything that's going on you have the ability, you know, it's kind of like, so crazy to think about that. Like, Oh, well, yeah. Any, but, but, uh, but it also just thinking too about like, you know, the actual like beep, beep, you know, things that like pop up and whatever. But then also like the more nuanced, like, uh, you know, I'm mostly distracted not by notifications, but just by like the place that I can go that exists inside of Instagram. You know, this is absolutely climb into and just, you know, like whatever. And, uh, and, but, but, you know, emails can be that and checking emails can be that. And so maybe it's not even like, you know, whatever. And, and uh, yeah, so it's just crazy even just recognizing that, you know? Well, I mean, have you been, have you been like supposed to be working or doing something and you get a, a, Instagram's a good one. An Instagram notification or, or like, oh, I'm just going to check Instagram quick. You, YouTube's a huge one. And then five hours later, you're still on this like YouTube rabbit hole. <laughs> still yeah. watching videos in the suggested for you. Yeah. <laughs> you just follow it. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. You like oh, man. come out of the surface of it and you're like, eyes are crusty and you know, it's dark outside and you're just like, oh my God, where Your are you? eyes are just bloodshot. It's- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, yeah, you know, uh, another one that I like that doesn't necessarily, well, yeah, it doesn't necessarily, uh, it doesn't help defend against outside distractions, but it just helps me to 
like know that I'm gonna mess with something, you know, for a certain period of time. And it's basically just that, like, it's like, even not even like, for me, and this is just like a whatever little nuanced thing. I don't know if it's actually helpful to anybody at all, but like it's even like not setting, not necessarily setting an alarm or a timer in order to like dictate the period of time that I'm going to work on something, but to actually uh, like have it just be that, okay, it's seven fifteen right now and I'm going to study until eight fifteen, And, uh, and I think, I think it like makes it feel softer in my brain if it's not an alarm, because I know that I'll probably just ignore the alarm once it goes off, which sometimes is cool too, you know, cause then I'll keep going. But that one way or another, it's like, then, I don't even like check the clock a ton and be like, oh, oh, it's almost time to be done. But I, uh, I just feel like I usually I'm like, ah, okay. That usually the main feeling I feel after that is just like, wow, that hour was shorter than most other hours I've experienced. You know, like that couldn't have been 60 minutes, but I know it was, you know, it was an hour, but just like, it's like, it changes how you experience time for a little bit. Cause that's usually one of the big things that I'm just like, I can't work on this forever. I'm going to die. <laughs> you know, if I work <laughs> on this for an hour, I just, I won't last. And, uh, it's crazy how, you know, yeah, it's, uh, it's all about how you perceive that time period, I think. And so I really like doing that. that well, that, that brings me to another point and that's that is in that we kind of discussed it a little bit, but that's to break things up. You know, I write articles for people. Man, if I just tackle the whole process of what an article is for me, because it's research, it's like SEO and keyword research, it's creating an outline, it's writing from that outline, it's checking the grammar, it's rereading. Like, if I were to tackle that whole process, it's mind numbing. Like, it's just too much. And then you're shifting gears the whole way. Instead, I break it up into section. And maybe I'll have three articles I'm going to research, right? Or three articles I have to write. I can just do all the research for all of them and then I can move on to something else and then I can go back either later or the next day, like to break it up like that. And even to do like things together. Um, but, to, but the key thing is breaking it up because I've tried just, um, you know, we're all master procrastinators, me too. And I will have uh, an article due at the end of the day today and I just start it in the morning and it's like the worst day, even though I enjoy writing, but that whole process is, it takes a lot out of you. Yeah. So yeah. to break things up any way that you can find to break them up. So it's just not so monotonous. And so, um, brain draining, especially <laughs> if you're doing stuff that's, that's really intensive mentally and, uh, totally going off the subject here, but I, I worked, I helped my friends, uh, run a construction company in Hawaii. Um, great people all around the people in the field and the people in the office. I was in the office and everyone in the field thought that at the end of the day, they were more exhausted, but I felt at the end of the day, I was more exhausted and I'm sure some days are different, but my point being that mental, you can get really mentally drained and be completely fried at the end of the day from sitting in front of a computer all day. Yeah. So it takes a lot out of you. So to be able to understand that, kind of help yourself to avoid distractions because when you start getting burnt out you start losing some mental capacity we'll say throughout the day you start to look for distractions even if you don't know it your mind is your mind starts to wander and you just start looking for other distractions like maybe i'll check email for a little bit and like avoid doing the rest of it so i think if you can break it up it just helps your cause totally yeah uh yeah for sure and and you know because so often 
it is usually quality over quantity, you know, that like, you know, reigns supreme for like most things that you apply that to. And so I applied the, t- the phrase quality over quantity, you know, like and my point is that uh, <clears throat> just talking about that brain drain, you know, and talking about like the um, like just giving a good amount of effort, but like not uh, giving yourself the ability to recognize when those distractions are, when you're starting to look for them. And maybe it's like, okay, maybe that means that, you know, that's all I got for today. You know, like, like figuring out how to just really facilitate the process from every angle. Cause like you said, it's so easy to be like, why am I tired? All I've been doing is sitting here, you know, and then like almost judge yourself for it. And it's like, well, you've been, you know, pay attention to the mental activity that, that's been going on and like give yourself a, a break. Cause yeah. Um, or just maybe this is what I'm trying to say. If there is a time for distraction, try and make it more purposeful then, you know, like, like make it a, a real thing and, and do it for a little bit and then, you know, back off and go back in, you know, give yourself like a break. Well, to that point, I think it's important to understand if you're going to have a hell of a brainy day, like you should understand that and figure out, you know, how can I break it up into maybe two days, multiple days, or how can I, keep giving myself the mental energy to continue to work through this. Or maybe it's that you have to take a four hour break from noon to four. And not everyone has this option, but maybe it's you take a four, take a nap, take a four hour break and then hit it again from four to eight. If that's what you have to do, because you will put forth better work. And as long as you really, as long as you apply that mentally at the beginning of the day, then it's not, you don't feel bad about taking that time off in the middle of the day and finishing at night. Yeah. If you have that ability. Yeah, absolutely. But that's so, so I'm going to just jump into the next one because that really correlates well with what I'm going with. And that's the Pomodoro method. So the Pomodoro method is really, so I don't have the science in front of me or anything, but it's, it's just, we're a distracted species. We like to be distracted and our brain honestly isn't made to focus as much as it does for as long as it does, which is why we get so distracted. The Pomodoro method is a method by which you use a timer or you could use your phone, but again, then you have your phone in front of your in front of your face while you're doing it. So I don't do that. I just bought a kitchen timer from Amazon, and you usually do 20 to 25 minute sprints where you pick one thing that you want to work on. You set the timer for 25 minutes, turn it upside down. You don't have to stare at it, and then you just for those 25 minutes, your phone's off or on silent and not not there to distract you. You put on headphones, which is another one of mine is noise canceling headphones and you work for 25 minutes or 20 minutes on that one thing. And then when you're done, you take a five minute break and then you hop back into another 20 minutes and you do that four times. And then you take a half an hour break and it's kind of hard to get into that habit. Once you get into that habit, it's, it's, you, you're just nailing it. And then you have a five minute break in between. You want to check your phone? That's fine. But you only have five minutes or check your email, respond to anything urgent, save the other ones for later when you're not as busy. And I don't do this all the time, but I do it when I have a lot to do and I want to have to really focus. I do that. And even though I live by myself right now, I still use noise canceling headphones just because anything can d- distract. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so I think the Pomodoro method is fantastic and I'll definitely put a link to it in the show notes, but I think people should try that because it works great. It gives you a little break multiple times a day, especially on those busy days. It gives you a mental break, but you're getting a lot done. You set it for 25 minutes and you focus on one thing and you go, as hard as you can for 25 minutes and the greatest feeling once you get used to it is like, wow, I just did what I feel is like 45 to 60 minutes worth of work in 25 minutes. Cause I was so focused. So yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a very cool thing. I won't go any more in depth than that. I think 
does it, does that make sense to you? Yeah, totally. Totally. That goes. Yeah. Well, I think it's really cool too, because, um, just because I could totally see how somebody would think before trying it. And then I could see somebody thinking, wow, in the midst of, you know, beginning trying it, uh, you know, kind of like ah, 25 minutes, not, you know, not enough. And like five minutes to take a break. Also not enough. I could see, you know, like a person just like the one leaks into the other. And so I just, what I think is cool is like if a person could could and I've never tried this, but I just like can imagine myself if I could even let myself let this habit live for you know longer than uh, however long, but just a little while, that I could totally get into um, the other side of it, where then I would like uh, feel comfortable by depending on it, where it's like God, I got a bunch to do, but I'm gonna pour up pomodoro the shit out of it, whatever, and then that way, you know, like uh, it t- just like making a list takes some of that pressure off of your brain because usually it's just that your brain is bopping that around, and now you're getting tired trying to think of that, and so if you can, you know, externalize it to a list, that's helpful. Same deal if you can externalize that process to another process, you know, then you can just give your best effort for 20 to 25 minutes. That sounds, yeah, I really like that. That sounds super cool. Well, so for, for starters, they, they recommend starting at 20 to 25 minutes because if you start at 45 minutes, it's a lot and you'll probably get distracted, but you can build up to that in like five minute increments once you get used to it. Yeah. Is, is how I would recommend to go about it. But also I think one of the key things with the Pomodoro method is that you focus on one thing for 25 minutes. Without distraction, you have your headphones on, so nobody bothers you. Your email's not up. Your phone's on silent and upside down, and you find one thing to focus on. So you're not like, oh, I have to do this. I have to do this. Because just doing that is is so distracting. And just you can sit there and say, I have to do this, this, and this, and then overwhelm yourself and sit there for 30 minutes. Or you could do a Pomodoro. (laughs) Right, you know, yeah. for those thirty minutes, to just then pick the next thing after after the next after your five minute breaks up, you know. Yeah, because both take energy. Like, yeah, absolutely, you know, Pomodoro or you know, choosing what you want to do, and I think that's another sneaky way of getting brain drained. Where you're like, oh, all I did was one of seven things, and now I'm really quiched out. But that's because, like, you know, you've been spending a lot of energy also just trying to decide what to do. So yeah, that's I like that. That sounds really cool. We've heard so there are people that. Um, uh, what do they call it? Choice fatigue or yeah. Choice fatigue, something like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's, it's that they, and, and some people I follow, uh, on, like I've read their books and stuff. They follow it hardcore and like, they will go to the extent of going into their closet and, and grabbing their clothes for the next day. So they don't have to make another choice in the morning so they can just get them and go. Yeah. So there's a, a, a lot of people that believe that I'm sure that is a thing. I haven't ever really tested it out, I guess, but, totally. but I mean, it makes sense. It's just another thing that you have to decide. Or decision fatigue, not choice fatigue, decision yeah. fatigue. So every decision you make, it is draining you of decision power. So at the end of the day, you don't want to make a choice. So say um, you go home, like you go home and Caroline's there and she says, what do you want to eat? But you've made you've, your decision fatigued out. You're like, I don't care what we eat, you know? And then she's like, why do you never care what we eat? Yeah. So it yeah. starts a fight between you guys. Total theoretical fight, but that's kind of what people are going for or what people are saying will happen. Right. Those happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's really interesting to think about that. Uh, just, just paying attention to all the processes that take energy, <laughs> you know, it's funny. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And, and the more that energy drains, I mean, it still seems unreal that I have to say this because people still don't really make the connection. And I guess I didn't for a while either, but your brain is a muscle. 
So think of working out the same muscle all day. Yeah. You're going to get, you're, you're going to be super sore. Your muscle is going to be fatigued. And at the end of the day, you're not going to want to, like you're working out your biceps all day. At the end of the day, you're not going to want to pick up anything. Right. You're going to want your arms to hang by your side. How, I mean, that's the same thing that goes on with your brain. Yeah. You know, so you have to feed it, feeding it properly. Of course, that's another thing to, but we're going into other territory here. <laughs> um, I just have, I just have one more. Do you have any more? Uh, uh, I think they all kind of tie in the same. <laughs> they do a little bit. And I already talked about this a little bit, but um, if you know, so he- so noise canceling headphones, I think are one of the biggest hacks for productivity. And then you you have a good um, a good source of music. I use Brain FM, but it has like neurological music or music that will help you focus, music to help you relax, music to help you sleep, and you can pick it. And it actually is like binaural beats, you know, that that will help your brain to, they're at a certain hertz or frequency, yep, and that yep. will help your brain to focus or do whatever you want to do. There's like a meditative one. So Brain FM is one, and they have like, you could do meditation, sleep, relaxing, uh, uh, like flow state, studying, hard work, you know, whatever. Yeah. But you can also go to, out to YouTube and look up binaural beats. Uh, and I don't know there's some other names for them. I'll find some and put them in the show notes. But yeah, that's a really awesome thing to do. And that like that frequency that they play is like proven to help your brain get into this state. So that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool uh, hack. Anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Hack. And it feels you feel you definitely feel like a brain hacker too when you like put the earbuds in and you're like, okay, <laughs> you know, like thinking, you're like, what am I doing? Theta today, Delta, you know, like I don't even remember which ones are the right ones to do, but uh, but yeah, <laughs> it's fun, you know, and that too, like it's yeah. uh, just like just as much as you may get energy from like a cup of coffee in the morning or whatever when you wake up, but also like your expectation of the energy that you're going to get from it helps a lot. And so like thinking about the same thing where like, you know, like you say, like there's, you know, a uh, tangible impact, but then also anything, you know, wear your cape, you know, whatever it is, if, they, if, they, if it feels like the binaural beats really, you know, help, it's cool to be able to, you know, like own that and then, um, and then have that be a part of the ceremony every time that you want to focus, you know, or, or do whatever in having that routine. I think that's a cool part along. As do I, as do I, well, there's, there's other stuff we could talk about, So, but do you have any final thoughts? We're definitely, we're crushing our limit here. I think (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot to talk about with distractions and focus. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we could definitely, you know, uh, party this as well. Well, we'll hit I think some of these subjects, man, we'll come around and hit them again. So for sure. Yeah. So, um, you'll get more about focus and distractions in the future. Yeah. Stay tuned. Don't get, yeah. <laughs> <Keep a watchful laughs> undistracted eye out. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, well, I think that's it for today, folks. So any last words to our, to our audience? Nah, not really. Get out there and live it. Get out there and stop being distracted. all right everyone have a great day hope to see you next time on the life next level podcast thank you again for listening to the life next level podcast where my hope is simply to give you a little inspiration for the day by reading some of my articles or by having a conversation around topics like motivation personal growth happiness or mindset all to help you live your life next level. Thank you again, and I hope you have a great day.